Hello and welcome to Doug's blog. Uh, we normally just put these um, in the newsletter each week, but for this Lent period, we're going to have them recorded as a podcast as well. So welcome. Both and album intention. There were a few phrases that got us through theological college. It's a mystery, or God wins if we didn't know the answer. Hold back intention when something was not clear cut, and little was. It said that we should not preach resurrection on Good Friday, let alone Holy Saturday, when the disciples were completely lost as the enormity of the previous day's events sank in. Good Friday is about sacrifice. We need to sit at the foot of the cross in awe and thankfulness and absorb some of the apparent hopelessness the witnesses felt on that day. It is through this lens of hopelessness that Easter amazement and joy is magnified. We cannot be complacent about Sunday resurrection if we have lived to the Friday desperation. We need both and we need to hold them in tension. I recently preached a midweek sermon, you'll find it on the website, on shame. We are called to neither be shameless, for all fall short of the glory of God, Paul wrote in Romans 3.23, nor hold on to shame. That is the point of the cross. Shame is taken away. But we need to know that we should be ashamed, sinners before God, before release from sin and freedom. We need Friday to appreciate Sunday. We hold them intention. And this is important as we approach Lent. Lent is traditionally a time for self-reflection and the Church of England has inherited a tradition of penance. We begin the season with Ash Wednesday. The service on that day is sombre and reflective and penitential, imposing the mark of the cross on the forehead with ashes, a mark of repentance to self-reflection and seeking forgiveness. However, we hold this intention with the idea that the 40-day Lenten period, the mirror to Jesus's time of preparation in the wilderness immediately after his baptism. It was a time of fasting. It was a time of temptation. It was a time when, moved by the Spirit, Jesus prepared for his public ministry which explodes in Luke's Gospel with the proclamation of the Isaiah 61 Manifesto in the synagogue. We find that, of course, in Luke 4. So, if Lent is a time of preparation, how does Jesus prepare us? Well, we can look to John's Gospel for a clue. Chapters 13 to 17 are known as the Upper Room Discourse. Jesus prepares the disciples for what is to come. Over this Lent period, this blog will explore that preparation and what followed it. We'll be reflecting on what this might mean for us in the coming weeks and months, and maybe in preparation for what we hope are looser restrictions from lockdown. What might our Lent preparation lessons or prep talks, as I've called them, B. Well, starting at chapter 13, 
is famous for Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. This is about service and the disciples learning by example. He now showed them the full extent of his love, we're told in 13 verse 1. Later, Jesus gives his new command, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. In a recent Bible study, I saw this scripture in a new light. Verse 3 says, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, dot, 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 and we know what happens next. He washes their feet. Jesus goes on to say, you do not realise now what I'm doing for you, but later you will understand. Unless I wash you, you will have no part with me. But part of what? Part of all things under his power that come from God? Feet, of course, carry the body from here to there. Is this then not just an act of service that was to be emulated, but an anointing to go, a commissioning, a preparation ritual for the ones who would become the church, to carry the things under his power? Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them, Jesus said. We usually interpret this as serving others, doing acts of service, meeting material needs, listening, caring, loving. But what if it is these things and more? Part in his power. Maybe something miraculous. Peter it was whose feet was being washed and initially he refused. Jesus gently persuaded him, saying a bath was not enough to be clean. His feet needed to be washed. Peter later instructed the churches under his care with these words in his first letter. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Find out in 1 Peter 4, verses 10 to 11. So maybe this first lesson, this prep talk, number one, this Lent, is receive God's anointing in power for his service and glory. Blessing to you all.